0: Question, what is the best podcast about drumming? Answer, The Drum Shuffle Podcast, hosted by Jamie Eads. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello, everyone. From the Dire Prime Pantry, fresh from a Lysol bath. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 19, Baylor. Follow me on Instagram, UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know? Did you see that politician on Facebook making seemingly good points about a current hot-button issue? You will not find that on the Unreasonable Doubt podcast page on Facebook. Still check it out. Find it. Hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. The email address is unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Sagaba Kanate did not play again. Let's keep that in mind. Not that he would solve everything and apparently Baylor was going without one of their best players who's out for the season. Um, but Kanate did not play. He has not played a Big 12 game. West Virginia loses to Baylor 85-73. West Virginia was down 15 at the half. Baylor ended up shooting 50% for the game, and without the Giants... It was a giant free Baylor. They still out-rebounded WVU by 10. West Virginia shot 39% for the game. There was one stretch late in the first half where they were just living on free throws, but did not make a field goal for so many minutes. And it's hard to win basketball games if the basket is not filled with the ball. By your team. (laughs) And the key statistic in this game for WVU, and it's not a specific statistic, but shots close to the rim, you should shoot those pretty well. Two-footers have a higher percentage chance of going in than 18-footers. And West Virginia got a lot of two-footers in this game. They made less than half of them. And they missed a whole bunch. And that goes without saying. So, especially in the first half, we're watching WVU miss a two-footer. And then, on the other end, the Yale grad transfer graduate from Yale, hey, I'm 28 years old, I want to play another year of basketball, I'm going to go to Waco, Texas, play for the Highlighter Green Baylor Bears. And that guy, he was making everything, and they all were bank shots, which is more annoying. So that guy's making everything, our team, missing easier shots. They didn't quit. West Virginia hung around, got it to 8 at one point, got it to 9. And then they did things that they've been doing all year. Bad turnover. Uh, Shoot a 3 with 28 seconds on the shot clock. Uh, Just things that bad teams do. West Virginia couldn't get out of their way. I'm not that's harsh. I don't think this is a bad team. It's a inexperienced team and you know, the guy you're facing on the other end is a 27-year-old Yale grad who can make every bank shot. So what are you supposed to do with that? But I appreciate that the team did not quit, but got to stop um, spotting the other team 15 points. <laughs> that's, that's not a recipe for winning. Culver, his first bad game, really, he, uh, he played like a freshman tonight, and that's okay. Culver's great, and he's allowed to have freshman moments. But West Virginia now 1-6 in the league. And the part that's stinging on that is that four of those games were in the Coliseum. And West Virginia ends up 1-3. And, and the best they could have done out of those is 2-2. Two and two. Should have won that Texas Tech game. At no point were they going to win the Oklahoma State game or the Baylor game. And there's only five home games left we're We're that far into the season where there's only five games in the Coliseum left. It's crazy, right? So appreciate the effort in the second half, but it's uh it's another loss in what's turning out to be a long season. Random thoughts coming up. Unreasonable Doubt t-shirts are now available, $10. Contact me on social media or send me an email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Let me know your size and how you want to give me $10 and I'll send you a t-shirt. $5 of every t-shirt I sell will go to Children's Therapy Clinic. They're a great nonprofit in Kanawha County, West Virginia. You can find out more about them at childrenstherapyclinic.com. Get a t-shirt! Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Two locations, St. Albans, Marmette, West Virginia, home of the true discount deal. And every once in a while, the folks at Woody's Goodies say, you know how we usually have discount deals? Well, let's take those discount deals and... Take a percentage off of that. And if you've been in the store in the last few days, you know that they are trying to get rid of current inventory. So, as of this recording, Sunday, you could have got things in the store at 50% off. Now, they don't do that all the time. They'll let you know what's going on in the store. So, go to their Facebook page, follow them, hit the blue thumb, see when all the best discounts are coming up, including... Store-wide sales. Woody's goodies. Get those deals. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I watched a little bit of the post-game comments from Bob Huggins on Facebook. And Bob Huggins had to widen the bench. He shortened the bench on Saturday against Kansas. Why? Why? Because there weren't 6 million fouls called. Two days later, against Baylor, 6 million fouls are called. Thus you have to play players that I'm guessing Huggins did not want to play. And specifically, the arrow was pointed at Brandon Knapper when somebody asked a softball of a question they asked Huggins if he had seen something from Napper in practice that led him to having a good game. Because Napper played some good minutes, good offensively, a couple of really bad turnovers. Uh, But that's how it is with Napper this year. I think he's going to improve. But just like a softball question, did you see something in Napper that brought out this performance tonight? And Huggins did the two-second Huggins pause, and then said, no. Quite honestly, no. Oh, gosh. Just scorched Napper. Basically saying, those goofy referees made me play Brandon Napper, of which I had no intention of playing him. And I have not seen anything in practice from Brandon Napper that ended with the result that he had tonight, scoring. And that's just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Huggins doesn't lie. Huggins keeps it real. But really? You can't throw Knapper a bone on that one? And just say, Brandon was good for us tonight. <laughs> that's all you have to say instead and I know Huggins takes takes losses very terribly but just <laughs> you don't have to scorch the kid <laughs> in one of his more positive games of the year yes in a 12 point loss at home but still let's not be picky at this point but Huggins is picky and he is so he is so frustrated he was asking Scott Drew He was praising Scott Drew and then asking him to help Huggins because he's out of solutions. Like just This is a team that beat Kansas two days ago. And Huggins is back to I don't know what to do. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes for the rest of the season. In other non-basketball news, this is very local news, Charleston Town Center is a report that Macy's will be closing at the Charleston Town Center, leaving only JCPenney as an anchor store at the mall. Hey, Amazon, thanks, man. Thanks for ruining the mall. My kids, they're they're not going to know anything about a mall. Where in my childhood... The mall was the place to be. The Charleston Town Center had McDonald's, which is amazing. Now it has Chick-fil-A. Still amazing. Decent trade-off. You can get a yummy pretzel. You can get fine jewelry in jewelry stores that are all going away. Or... In the little kiosk in the middle, like where you're walking. You could get your ears pierced in the kiosk. In broad daylight. The mall is awesome. As a kid, you wanted to hang out at the mall. And now the mall is going away. And it's going to be something else. And that's sad because... You can't get a hot pretzel from Amazon, yet. They're working on it. They're working on bringing you a hot pretzel in an Amazon drone to land in your hands, or maybe they'll—maybe the drone will drop it into your mouth like pretzel bites. And I'm in for that, and so I can I can I can lose the nostalgia for malls if Amazon can. Feed me <laughs> hot pretzels from a drone. Uh, but in the meantime, it makes me sad that the mall's is going away. Because most of, uh, and this is just, this is a me problem. A lot of my childhood spent at a mall. You could get anything at the mall. There was this place, uh, the candy store. Just, Loads of candy. That's all it was. I mean all let's be clear. All of my childhood memories of the mall involve food. Because that's where my mind works. It wasn't about the shopping. It was about uh somebody would dip somebody would put the wiener on a stick. And dip it in the corn dog batter and fry it in front of your face at the Corn Dog Seven. And that, you know, you got you, you kids. You have your YouTube. But in 1987, watching a corn dog fry in front of your face was the best YouTube video. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'm. I've got a prescribed medication. Final thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is a lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime is in the business of making great custom designs for you, the customer. You've got a need. That need is. A great custom design. Dyer Prime is going to fill that need. By giving you a great custom design. And guess what? No design fee. Guess what else? No screen fee. Guess what else? Whatever awesome design they'll come up with. They'll put that design on over 1 million promotional products. They'll put it on a... "Eh." They'll put it on the E. I don't know if they'll do those things, but call or text to find out. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web, DyerPrime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram, at Dyer Prime. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Have you seen the PetSmart commercial? PetSmart. It's a it's a dog food, cat food. You can get fish there. And you can groom your pet at PetSmart. Now this particular PetSmart commercial talks about the training one goes through to groom your pet. And PetSmart is claiming that before you're certified in the PetSmart grooming program, that you have 800 hours of training before you're, um, I guess, grooming an animal. 800 hours of training to be certified to groom a pet. Now I want to I don't want to make light of this. But if you're not grooming a pet then what are you doing in those 800 hours? I just want to understand better. That's all. Are you are you um are you getting like a pound puppy? Uh, I'm showing my age here. But like you got a pound puppy and you're going through the motions with the pound puppy while an associate is working on a live animal. Is it is it 800 hours of observing somebody else do it? It's a very high standard that PetSmart is setting with their grooming service. And I just have a hard time understanding how they can obtain that level of quality. 800 hours before you can touch my dog? And I don't have a dog. But They've got to be certified groomer? I just don't under- just help me understand it. Is is there like extensive training, uh, things on the computer where you go through a, a, a program and answer multiple choice questions? What, do you cut all of the toenails, some of the toenails, of the toenails, none of the toenails, none of the above? I don't know. When blow drying the dog, do you use? Do you point the the hair dryer towards the dog? or away from the dog I'm speaking out of ignorance I don't know what goes into it so if you're listening to this and you work at PetSmart email me unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com and tell me about the one year training program to groom animals at PetSmart because I don't get it on the surface it seems like a bit overkill but Tell me I'm wrong. I'm I'm very I'm wrong all the time on so many things, and so I w- I want to be wrong with with PetSmart and not understanding it. And I'm sure there's not a pound puppy involved. Pound puppy Pound puppy is a stuffed animal, okay? And back in my childhood, this is this is this is the old man episode. Losing has got me. Reminiscing of a of a simpler time. When pound puppies existed. And you could watch a corn dog fry right in front of your face. But let me know. Tell me what I'm missing. Because I don't think that's necessary. Get certified in a month. Why make it 800 hours? It just seems like so much for the task but tell me i'm wrong please i want to be wrong that's it for this episode of unreasonable doubt listen on all the platforms anchor.fm apple spotify google radio public overcast breaker Castbox. subscribe to the podcast please do that wherever you subscribe Rate the podcast five stars. Please do that. Wherever you subscribe and rate the podcast five stars, leave it a review. Please do that. Those are all nice things to do, and I thank you in advance for doing that. The next game for WVU is part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. It's Saturday, 4 p.m., And who does West Virginia get to play out of the SEC? Georgia? Nope. Vanderbilt? No way. How about number one Tennessee? (laughs) And play at Knoxville. I've seen Tennessee play. Uh, Those are men playing basketball. Experienced. Not fooling around. Would love to run up the score at home against WVU. ESPN is giving West Virginia a 7% chance of winning. So you're telling me there's a chance. Hey, listen. Tennessee hasn't handled handled being number one very well the last time it was number one. it I think it lost immediately. And they have a coach who used to be in the Big 12. Rick Barnes, he's built, he, and he got ran out of town at Texas. And now he's at Tennessee and has the number one team in the country. But he got ran out of town at another place. Uh, so I don't think highly of Rick Barnes coaching. And as I mentioned, I can be wrong. So I'm giving it a chance. I'm I'm giving West Virginia approximately... And I'm just throwing this number out. A 7% chance of winning. But there's there's a, there's 7% chances better than 0%. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2018-19 season is 9 wins, 10 losses.